Psalms 119, verse 11, very familiar scripture. Um, the Lord has impressed us with this verse. The Bible said, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. You can be seated tonight. Heavenly Father, we come to you again tonight. We thank you for, uh, Lord, just to sing it. Uh, we thank you, uh, Lord, to just allow us to be here uh, in your house uh, one more time, to just come and worship you and praise you. And, I, and Lord, I pray that the songs have uplifted you, that we've bragged on you tonight through singing and praised you. Lord, I am thankful tonight that it is your shed blood. Nothing else, nothing else will work tonight but your shed blood for the mission of sins. Lord, as we get ready to preach now, I pray that you'd help us and touch us and anoint us afresh for a little while. Got our mind and our thoughts tonight. I pray that you'd hinder Satan out of this building and Lord, that folk will be able to pay attention and that to the word of God while it's preached tonight, that folk could find help with the word and Lord, that they would leave out of here not only different, but they would leave out of here better than what they came in and serving you. Lord, we sure do want to tell you again we love you. Thank you for loving us. Help us now while we preach for just a little while, and we'll give you the glory for it. Save that sinner's news tale for all this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. As you read the, the book of Psalms 119, that chapter, uh, we know that it deals with the Word of God. Uh, we know that it deals in that with, uh, it calls it his precepts, it calls it his law, uh, his commandments, his judgments, uh, uh, his testimonies. It goes through all of that uh, and many different words for the word of God, if I could say that tonight. Uh, but here in this one verse, uh, uh, the psalmist said this, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. And so it is God's word uh, uh, hidden in our heart that keeps us from sin. I remember uh, the song that Gary Duty wrote years ago uh, on that blessed old book. One line in that song says, uh, Sin kept me from it, now it keeps me from sin. Talking about this book that you hold in your lap or in your hands or that I have on this pulpit and in my hands tonight, uh, it is by taking this book... Uh, uh, and reading it, and hearing it preached, uh, and hearing it taught, uh, and hearing it med and, and meditating uh, uh, upon it, uh, that it will keep us from sin. I believe it was Psalms chapter 1 said, Blessed is the man uh, uh, that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is what uh, is in the law of the Lord, and in his law... Uh, doth he meditate day and night. It's good for you to read your Bible. It's good for you to study your Bible. But it's real good for you to meditate on it. Amen. Help me out now, church. Listen tonight. It's good for you to think on the Word of God. Listen, I love to think about all the stories through the Bible. I like to think about on what He's told me and what He's told me to do, how He would help me. But I'm also reminded of things that I shouldn't do and how I ought to be separated out of this world. You need to meditate on the Word of God. Listen tonight. Let me ask you a question. Does the Word of God... Uh, reign all powerful uh, uh, in your life tonight. Uh, where do you get your direction uh, 
for your life? Where do you get your direction uh, for your home? Men, how do you run your home? You know why I said men, uh, how do you run your home? Because you're supposed to. Amen. Amen. Somebody help me out. Man, you just you let me down tonight. Amen. Listen, men, you're to run your home. How are you supposed to run that thing? By that book right there. Listen now, it ought to rain not only in your heart, but it ought to rain in your home tonight. It ought to be, listen, what you rule with and how you act and react to this world ought to come out of this book right here. And the Bible said, I believe it was in Psalms 138, uh, uh, David is talking over here and he said, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. If he, if he has magnified his word uh, above his name, don't you think that me and you are to magnify uh, the word of God in our life tonight? Listen, if, if he said that he would not hold a man guiltless that takes his name in vain, uh, but yet he holds his word, very word uh, higher than his very name, I think that ought to say something to us tonight. I think it ought to be important to us tonight uh, and, and that to understand uh, uh, the word of God. Uh, can I say this real quick, that uh, what keeps us clean is this book. If you go back, just two verses. What does he say in verse 9? He said, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy words? You want a clean way? You want a clean life? It's by the word of God. You want direction in your life? It is by the word of God. You need help? It will be by the word of God. But notice right here, he said, Thy word have I hid in mine heart. I want to preach tonight and ask us the question, what are we putting uh, in our heart tonight? What are we letting uh, uh, come in? Uh, first of all, number one, the importance uh, uh, of the heart. I understand it is with the heart that man believes uh, uh, and trusts God for salvation. It is what you believe with, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made uh, unto salvation. The night that I got saved, uh, I had to come uh, uh, and ask Jesus to save me and believe uh, that he would. Amen. And I, I already believed the gospel. The gospel wasn't a problem for me. I, I'd had that drilled into my head I, I, since the day that I was birthed into this world. I, I, but friend, there still had to come a time that I had to believe and trust on him I, and in him to save my soul I, I, to get to heaven. Amen. Just because you're raised in church uh, does not mean you're going to get to heaven. What's going to get you to heaven uh, uh, is a salvation uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. But the importance of the heart, uh, it's by our heart that we give to Him uh, uh, and that for service uh, uh, tonight. Let me say uh, uh, that, that, that if, you're, if you're not going to give your heart to the Lord uh, and that to serve Him, uh, you're just going to do it half-hearted. He said that we're to seek Him uh, with our whole heart. It's the whole heart that we seek him. What was it he said in Luke chapter 9? Uh, if, if any man come after me, uh, first let him deny himself uh, and then take up his cross daily and follow me. If you're going to give him your heart, you're going to have to deny yourself. And that's what it takes tonight. But the importance of the heart, it's by the heart. Why does he say Thy word have I hid in my heart. Why not in your mind? Uh, why, why not in your pocket that you put the word of God? Uh, he said in your heart. Uh, uh, listen, it is by your heart uh, that you're guided. You see, it's your heart that drives you. 
Uh, it's your heart that allows you to make decisions. Uh, uh, he said in Proverbs 4, he, he said, keep thy heart with all diligence. Well, we've seen what that word meant this morning. For out of it are the issues uh, of life. The heart is the seed of your affection uh, and it will guide your life. Uh, and that's why he said you've got to put the word of God in there. Let me ask you tonight, is your heart toward God or toward the things of this world or toward your own things? What's most important to you tonight? I learned a long time ago and, I, and, I, and sometimes I tend to forget it. But listen, the very first thing and really the only thing is serving Him and is He pleased with our life. Everything else is secondary. Your job is secondary. The vehicles we drive are secondary. Everything, and what was it we seen this morning? But seek you first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added. Listen, all that matters uh, uh, is following Him tonight. It's all that matters. You can get another job. Uh, uh, you, you can do whatever that you need to do in this world. Uh, uh, but friend, I'm telling you tonight, you only get one testimony. I, I know you can fix it if you mess it up. I get all that. Uh, uh, but tonight, I want my heart uh, guided and I want it guarded. Uh, uh, and that by the Word of God tonight. People say, well, preacher, I'm not putting anything bad in my heart. That's good. But are you putting the word of God in? Because see, see right here, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. It didn't say don't put anything bad in there and you won't sin against God. Well, that just clicked with me the other day. I mean, that, that thing really, because I try to protect myself from, from what I see and, and from what I hear, and you should. You should protect yourself from what you see and what you hear. You know, we, we teach these youngins, or we used to, uh, uh, you know, be careful little hands, what you do, and little eyes, what you see, and little ears, what you hear, and all these things. <coughs> and that's good. But that's not how we keep sin away. How do we keep sin away? Thy word have I hid in my heart. Can I ask you tonight what, what you look at and what you listen to will affect you. And if you don't think so, you're already messed up. And you can justify all you want to, what you want to listen to, and what you want to watch. But friend, I'm telling you, there are things that will take your mind away and begin to work in your heart and try its best to take you away from God. And if we're not careful, we will let it affect us. And by the way, it may not be what will affect you, but who will affect you. I thought about in Proverbs, you know, if you look in the book of Proverbs 5, 6, and 7, he deals with the strange woman, and primarily in, in chapter 7, he deals with the strange woman over there. And in Proverbs 7, he said, Solomon did, that she was subtle of heart, but by the time you get down to verse 25, after it talks about how it's a snare and it's a dart to the liver and it's going to get him, he said, let not thine heart decline to her ways and go not astray in her path. So see, it's by the heart that he was going to go after her. Man, you've got to protect your heart at all costs. 
You've got to guard that thing. I, I mean, it, it, it is so important because, uh, listen, you, you have to understand something tonight. Uh, uh, when he said, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee, uh, that is the most deepest part inside of us, and that's what's going to affect us the most. Remember what I've told you before, and, and I mean this with all my heart, and I believe it is right. You are who you are when you're by yourself. When nobody else is around, when nobody else can see what you're doing or how you're acting or any of those things, when when nobody is there to judge you or can see whether you're going to say something you shouldn't or do something you should, we are who we are. Now, who are we when we're by ourselves? Are we the same or... Are we somebody else when we're around other people? Because see, here's the thing. We're around God all the time. God sees us for what we are and for who we are. I mean, you can fool me and you can fool everybody sitting in here uh, listening now, but I'm just telling you, it's your heart. And and if you're somebody else when when you're around uh, uh, other people, I had to learn this. There's, 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 can I put it this way? There's people, let me see how I can say this and get it right. There's some people I like to be around and some people I don't like to be around. And most of the time they're both preachers. I love to be around preachers and sometimes I hate being around preachers. Why? I know them. I am one. I know how we are. We are the strangest bunch of people I've ever seen in my life. Seth, you better just endorse it and love it, son. You're just going to be strange the rest of your life. That's all I can say. You're just going to be strange. I wish his daddy was here tonight. I could really have a lot to say about Brother Marvin. But you need to be who you're going to be. But your heart It is what guides you. So let me ask you tonight, what are you putting in it? What's going in your heart? Now granted, I'll give you this, that you don't need to put anything bad in it. But it's it's just not only keeping it from bad stuff, it's what's going to keep you from sin. Because I'm going to tell you, as we walk through this world, there there are great chances we're going to see things that we wish we hadn't saw, heard things, be in places, and, and it is going to affect you. Whether you want to believe it or not, it's going to affect you. And that's why he said this here, Thy word have I hid in my heart. Can I tell us tonight, if me and you sin, it is because we chose to. You choose to. I I talked about this this morning. Both both these messages are kind of running together. uh, But for y'all that wasn't here, and if you wasn't listening this morning, uh, you don't fall off into sin. You might jump off into it, but you don't fall off into it. Fallen represents an accident. You don't get into sin by accident. We choose to. You can be tempted, but that does not mean that you have to yield to it. But I want you to look what he said. Thy word have I hid in my heart. So he takes God's word, the psalmist does, and he hides it. 
He hides it. Why does he hide it? You ever, you ever think about how, why he words it? He didn't say, I put it in my heart. You know, thy word have I put in my heart that I might not sin. He said, I hid it in my heart. You ever think about why he worded it that way? I, I mean, when, when you hide something, uh, sometimes we hide something because it's worth something. Don't you think God's word's worth something tonight? I mean, we hide it like a treasure, don't we? Amen, we hide it so that it can't uh, come and get stolen uh, uh, out of our word. I mean, we protect it and we keep it uh, and, we put it deep, and we put it deep in there uh, and, and keep our eye on it uh, so it won't go away. I'm going to tell you, you hide it in your heart tonight and it can't get away. You know why I encourage you mom and dads just to give your children this book right here because if you'll start putting in them when they're little, man, it'll be in there the rest of their life. I know, I know they're not saved right now. When they're little, I get that. I understand that. I know they're safe, though. Thank God for that. Amen. But still, you put it in there while they're little, and that stuff will come back to them as they get older and older, and it'll begin to work on their heart. Boy, when they, when they need to get saved, God will take that word that you put in there, and them Sunday school teachers just put in there, and I put in there while I've been preaching, you know, and, I, and God just allowed it to sink into their heart, and He knews it. Amen. Why? It's hid down in there. Thy word have I hid in mine heart. Well, if we'll hide it in our heart, we can keep it, can't we? We won't let it go. Listen, it's got value to it. As a matter of fact, it's the most valuable thing that you'll ever own in your whole life is that book that's hid down in your heart tonight. It's the most valuable thing that Jesus Christ ever left us was this book upon this earth. This is Him. This is Him in page form and written form. I mean, it's Him. I mean, why, why do you, you know there are three that by a record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, what was it in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And he is, verse 14 of John 1, and he said, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld, the, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, uh, full of grace and truth. Here it is. This book. He said, I've took it and I've hid it. Why? It's got some value to it. It's got value to it. Not only is it, does it have value, but you know, you, you hide something and you put it up because it's precious to you. Not only does it have value, is it worth something? And by the way, this thing's worth a lot. This treasure is worth a lot. I think about Paul talks about our salvation, how we have it in earthen vessels. You know, we have a treasure in earthen vessels. I mean, he's inside of us, but then we take this and put it uh, in our heart. We value, we protect it. Uh, uh, Satan's going to come and try to rob it from you. Uh, but let me say this, if you hide it, uh, it'll be there when you need it. I'm talking about hiding it in your heart. You ever needed the Word of God? Hello? You ever needed the Word of God? Somebody say all the time. I thought I heard that. We need it all the time, but let me ask you this question. Has there ever been a time when you really needed it? I ain't talking about on a day when things is going good. I'm not talking about when the sun's shining and I mean everything's working just like you want it to. Uh, everybody's healthy. Everybody's well. There's money in the bank. Uh, and all these things, all the payments are made uh, and you got a little bit left at the end of the month. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about uh, when somebody's sick, uh, uh, when you don't know what's going to happen when the world's crashing in, uh, uh, when it's coming to an end. Have you ever needed some scripture to help you? 
You know, if it's hid down on the inside of your heart, God can call it back up for you. He can do something with it in your life. We hide it because it'll be there when we need it. He said, thy word have I hid in my heart. We hide it there because it's worth something. Because it's got value and we want to protect it. Keep it from being taken away. Was it... uh, Was it Brother Bud's... I can't remember now, but I, I, I remember... One gentleman, one gentleman, he had to have brain surgery. And, and, and man, he had memorized so much scripture and so much Bible. And, and, and they took some of his brain out because of a tumor. And, and when the surgery was over with and he was coming to himself and he was not exactly right, all he would do was sit back there and quote scripture. And they, they did not understand how he could quote scripture. And his brother said this, that's because he hid it in his heart. <laughs> it just wasn't up here. It was hid in his heart. I don't understand all of that, but I know it's true tonight. Listen, you hide the word of God in your heart, it'll be there when you need it. It'll be there. There's going to come a day that you're going to need it. You may not think so. You may, you, you may hope so that you'll never... Need. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I hope every day that I get up that it's a good day. Amen. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know anybody that wants to get up and looks up to heaven and says, Lord, today's a good day to suffer. I don't know anybody that does that. But I'm going to tell you, there are some days that we get a telephone call Every one of us sitting in here with any age on us at all has got them telephone calls. Has got them visits. Has got word that said this has happened or that's happened. And we need the word of God. But he said we hide it in our heart because it's in the heart where it will affect us the most. You know when it gets into our heart that it will make you think different. And it'll make you act different. The more, the more you hide in your heart, the more word of God you put in your heart, the more strange this world will become to you and the more strange you will become to the world. There's just no way around it. It will literally divide and separate you out of this world. It has to. Why? It's Him. We're not of this world. We're just, what's the old song say? We're just a passing through. My home is laid up somewhere beyond the blue. I mean, we, it'll, it'll make a difference in our life if we'll hide it. It'll make a difference in your home. It'll make a difference in your life. It'll make a difference in your children, in your wife, and in your husband. It'll just make a difference if we'll all just take it and hide it. And put it down on the inside of us. Can I ask you something today? Do you read your Bible on a daily basis? You should. I didn't say that you had to be a scholar of the Bible. 
I, did, I didn't say that you had to read a whole book. There's one preacher I know now, when he first got saved, nobody told him about reading his Bible. He knew he needed to read the Bible. And he thought a good idea was to read a book a day. <laughs> book a day. 66 days. He'd have the whole book read, wouldn't he? Amen. Thought it was a good idea to read a book a day. How many of us would want to do that? Read a book a day. How about 10 pages a day? Just 10 pages. Can we read, read 10 pages? How about three chapters? I'm just talking about your daily Bible reading. I'm not talking about studying for Sunday school. I, I'm not talking about me getting ready for a message. No, I'm just talking about your daily Bible reading. That's all I'm asking. Do you read your Bible on a daily basis? Now, let me ask you this question. Some of you are going to love me. Some of you are going to hate me for what I'm about to ask. How much do we look at this thing? Or watch that TV that's on the wall? I'm not, I'm, not telling you, I'm not telling you not to do those things, although they are a waste of time a lot of times. I'm asking you, how much time do you spend in that book? I'm talking about hiding God's Word in your heart. Me and you, neither one can do that if we're sitting in front of a TV or if we've got that phone in front of us. And listen, when I look at my phone, I'm generally looking at how to work on stuff, how to fix something. My wife will tell you that. That's the stuff that I look at. I like, I mean, it's just my nature. But no matter how good it is, it's a time robber. It's a time getter. I'm not telling you to come in from work and sit down and just read your Bible till it's time to go to bed. If you want to do that, help yourself and get after it. But you still got to spend time with your family. Thy word have I hid in my heart. Thy word in mine heart. It'll make you different. It'll separate you out of this world. But why do we do it? He said that I might not sin against thee. We hide it so that we don't sin against God. You want to stay away from sin? Out of this book. Take your Bible and go to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6 tonight. Y'all know this scripture? Or you should. I want to start in verse 4. They're getting ready to go over into the promised land. Uh, Moses is getting them ready. Joshua's going to have to take them over. But he's instructing them. He's fixing to go over in verse 3. Uh, he said he's going to take them over into the promised land and the land that floweth with milk and honey. But in verse 4 of Deuteronomy 6, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine what? Heart. And with all thy soul, with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in what? Thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children. And thou shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house. And when thou walkest by the way. And when thou liest down. And when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand. And they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and of thy gates. And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land. Which he swore unto thy fathers. To Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. To give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not. And houses full of good things which thou fillest not, and wells dig which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not, when thou shalt have eaten and be full, then beware, lest thou forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. What did he say? He said, these words has got to be in your heart. Why? 
because if you don't put them there and once you get blessed and you get all these things here, you're going to have a tendency to leave God. You know what what I preached on this morning? The backslider? You know what's going to keep you from backsliding? Hiding this book in your heart. That's what it takes. We'll know what God thinks about something if we'll read it. Do you know that you, 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 you know that you find not, not only principles of, of, of life, but, but you, you'll fi- actually find instruction on how to live your life out of this book and to please God. You'll find out that it does matter and that you should want to please Him. Uh, and you'll find out that this book warns us of sin, warns us about sin. Gives us instruction about sin, how to stay away from it. It will strengthen us to fight in the time of temptation and show us how to deal with it that we can come out of it on top. Amen. We need to learn how to fight, man. You you know, I, I tell myself this from time to time. I'm just going to keep swinging. I'm just going to keep swinging. Because that's what it is. It's a battle. I don't know what kind of battles y'all have and what kind of fights y'all have, but I do fight and I do battle. I mean, if you're going to pastor a Baptist church, you're going to have to battle and fight. And I just don't want it to be with the brethren. Amen. When David sinned against God in 2 Samuel... He knew better before he ever done it. He knew better. He had the law. The law had already told him, Thou shalt not commit adultery. When he inquired, I'll take your Bible and go to the book of 2 Samuel. 2 Samuel chapter 11. I want to show you something right here. Now, David knew what the law said. How do I know that? Because he was a man after God's own heart and God chose him. 2 Samuel chapter 11, verse 1, It came to pass, after the year was expired, at the time when kings go forth to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But David tarried still at Jerusalem. That was one problem right there. He shouldn't have been there. He should have been with Joab. And it came to pass in the evening tide that David rose from off his bed and walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman washing herself. And the woman was very beautiful to look upon. And David sent and inquired at the woman. And one said, Is not this Bathsheba the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? That should have been the end of the conversation. Should have been it. I mean, when, when, it, when he heard that word wife of Uriah the Hittite, by the way, if you look under the list of David's mighty men that you find in Scripture, guess who's in that? Uriah the Hittite. Not only did he know that, that who Uriah was, but now he finds out that they're married, that Bathsheba and Uriah are married. And David sent messengers and took her, and she came in him, lay with her, for she was purified from her uncleanness. She returned unto her house, and the woman conceived and sent and told David, and said, I am a child. And David sent to Joab, saying, send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent Uriah to David. And I mean, it just turns into a mess after that. When all he had to do, 
He knew, I guarantee you David knew what was right. When he come to this point right here, and I've got this underlined in my Bible, the wife of Uriah the Hittite should have stopped. The whole conversation should have just come to an end, but it did not. We hide it in our heart that we might not sin against God. That, that when we actually look the wrong way, if we get to look in the wrong way, they sit me in there going ding, 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 ding. Just trying to get your attention. Say, hey, you're about to mess up right here. Let me ask you tonight, church, ain't you glad that God can take the word of God and warn you about the direction that you're headed in? I know we're not always going to mess up. I understand that. Because if we'll take the word of God and hide it in our heart, man, it is, it is the guide for the Christian life. It is the light that we're to have. But notice who our sin is against. I'm going to close. What did he say in the text? That I might not sin against thee. The psalmist was worried about sinning against God and bringing shame and reproach to him. You remember what Nathan told David over there after he came over and said, Thou art the man. I mean, man, he laid out a whole bunch of stuff down through there. But he come in 2 Samuel 12 and he said, How be it, because by this deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme. He said, You've opened the door. David, they look at you and they know who you are. They know what you are. And they know whose you are. And, and, and you have gave them opportunity to blaspheme the God in heaven because of the way you've acted right here. Boy, I sure wouldn't want to open the door to let anybody blaspheme God because something I've done or by my life. I don't, I don't want to sin against God. Listen, I want to take it and hide it. I, I want him, listen, listen. I, I am, I am, what I am tonight because of the grace of God. It has nothing to do with Mark Latham. But I am trying. I'm still swinging. I'm still fighting. I'm still trying to hide. I, do I get my Bible read like I should? No. Not all the time. I'll just be honest with you. There are times I, I could read more. There are times that before I turn around, the day is gone and I'm sitting in there at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night trying to get my daily Bible reading done just so that I can say, check mark, I've got it done. What have I told you? Go ahead and read it. I don't care if you're just trying to get a check mark on a piece of paper. Read it. Read it anyway. Because God might get it into your heart. It'll do something for you. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Let's bow our heads tonight.